0: Well, we welcome in ESPN College Football Analyst, Dusty Dvorak. You can also hear him every single morning on Dusty and Danny, Sirius XM 84, 7 to 9 Eastern. Also on Dog Days, 12 to 3 Eastern. He is a busy, busy guy. Dusty, thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us. I thought you had a pretty unique perspective of Coach Roll being hired here at Nebraska because, well, you played at Oklahoma when Nebraska was pretty close to the glory days, right? I mean, you call it. you cover college football across the nation every single week you've called NFL games for ESPN and then oh yeah you're a byproduct of that Texas high school football that was so important to Matt Rule and his turnaround at Baylor so appreciate you giving us your perspective on this
1: absolutely it's great to be with you Jessica thanks for having me um yeah and I was just in Lincoln a few weeks ago whenever I did y'all's game against Illinois had a chance to sit with Trev Alberts and, and talk with him and I could tell in that moment he felt really good about the prospects and the coach that he was going to be able to bring in. I have no clue if the deal was done at that time, but I'm sure he at least put out feelers to see if Matt Rule uh, would, would be somebody who'd be interested. But he was very confident, and he should be, because, look, I my first year was 0-1 uh, when we played against – Nebraska and Lincoln, it was like one versus three in the country. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with what is capable at that school, the buy-in from the community, from the fan base. I mean, the sellout streak is unmatched. I think they've put together some really good things with NIL, which you can feel however you want about NIL. It is a reality of college Mm -hmm. football moving forward. And for the people that have it, it's going to be extremely beneficial. For the people that don't, it's going to hurt them, and Nebraska has that, as well as being in a, in a league like the Big Ten that is going to be doing very well financially with this latest deal Kevin Warren put together. So uh, that, that new facility looks incredible uh, that I think will be done sooner than later. So there's just so many good things about Nebraska football, and it's about getting the right guy. And I got to tell you, Jess, like Matt Rule is one of my favorite people in college football. Wow. And I'm just I'm, – I'm happy – that he's back because mm-hmm. the NFL barred him for a little bit. It didn't go the way Coach Rule wanted it to, but he's fantastic and did a great job at Temple, you know, getting that program in, in a great spot. And he took over that Baylor job, and it was rock, rock bottom. Yeah, I mean, he hit the reset button, to say the least, and he resurrected that program, uh, got him on the cusp of a Big 12 championship, really laid the foundation for what Dave Randall was able to do in second season. And won a Big 12 title. So I've got the utmost respect for him. I spent quite a bit of time talking with him. Even going back when he first took the Baylor job, I was at an event, and I sat with him and his wife for about an hour, hour and a half, and they were incredible. Awesome people. He's down to earth. I think the Huskers fans are going to love him. And, you know, there was a couple of names that I said, man, if they, if Trev Alberts can get this guy, I think it'll be a home run hire. And Matt Rule was right there at the top of the list for me. So you never know how, how, how hires are going to work. We all thought the last hire was going to work. But I don't see how everybody around this program right now is an unbelievably fired up about what Matt Rule is going to be bringing to Lincoln, Nebraska.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the turnaround at Baylor. And there were some questions, will Baylor ever be able to turn that thing around? It was in shambles. So what was your perspective on why he was able to turn that thing around and so quickly? And a, a reminder, too, he had what? One recruit in the, in the recruiting class when he took over. Freshman won it out. I mean, he had to really basically rebuild everything from the ground up. Won one game, and then it was a quick turnaround.
1: The, one of the most important things he did at Baylor was he went and he brought in some Texas high school football coaches. Um, one of those is Joey McGuire, uh, who actually just you know, got a big-time win Saturday night to get to seven wins in his first year as head coach in Lubbock, Texas. But... He put some really good coaches around him that were familiar with that Texas area because he wasn't. Like, he was kind of fish out of water going to going to Waco, Texas, going to Baylor. And so he put the right people around him, uh, and they were able to do a nice job and, and you know, get there within the Texas high school football uh, coaches, uh, which is so important because if either you're in or you're out. And if mm-hmm. you're not a part of the club, you better have somebody that is so he can get you in. And I think he's now in that. And to me, that's going to be something – it's going to be important, utilizing those relationships. And I think as Nebraska has gone north uh, to the Big Ten, you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of separated them from that Texas pipeline that they had for a long time. And I think Matt Rule will be able to at least tap back into those resources. So I thought that was one thing that he did well. And I think, like, if you talk to Matt Rule, he's a good recruiter. And I think he's a really good developer of talent. I think that's the one thing, like, if you go back and you look at Nebraska under Coach Frost, like, they recruited pretty well. Mm-hmm. They recruited better than anybody else in the Big Ten West. But developing that talent was, I think, where there was a little bit um, of, uh, of a gap. And I think that's one thing for me, being around Matt Rule, called some of his games when he was at Temple, as well as, you know, when he was in Waco, I think he's an excellent developer of talent. Like, he he is a guy to me. He's a culture guy. He's a Northeastern defensive-minded tough hard-nosed dude and he's going to demand that he's going to demand that that's how his teams train how they prepare and how they go out there and play and so i think that when you can couple a guy who's going to put the right staff around him to be able to go out and get in homes and do the recruiting he needs he's going to help put the pieces in place and demand development of that talent when they get it and somebody who can really very quickly bring in his own culture and implement it I think those are kind of the foundational pieces you look for in a successful coach. It paid huge dividends in Waco, and I would expect some kind of similar strategy for him. They're taking over this job for the Huskers.
0: What kind of culture is that? I mean, I, I kind of remember it's like toughness, the mentality, I mean, do your job type of thing. Can you dive into that culture and, and what Husker fans can expect out of that culture that Matt Rule is going to try to implement probably here in Lincoln?
1: Yeah, well, he's an old-school linebacker, like, right. So, I mean, that's just kind of, you know, he played at Penn State. Um, he played for Joe Paul, like, so, like, that's just kind of what you should expect. And it is, it's, it's a tough, no-nonsense, uh, physical mindset culture that that he's gonna have. I mean, he's he's kind of a, he's an old-school mentality, but he's. It's interesting because. You know, when you get him one-on-one, I'm sure you get a chance to spend a lot of time with him. He's, like, fun. He's, like, got good energy, and he's, you know, he's he's typically in a good mood. But then, like, when it comes to the football, he's as intense uh, a coach as you'll see. I mean, just look at him any time he's on the sideline. So I think that – and to me, when I see that, that's passion. And I think that players want to play for passionate coaches, uh, players – to me, best teams emulate their coaches. And so I think you're going to see a, a culture that's implemented with a ton of passion, uh, with some core values, and a level of toughness that is just going to be demanded uh, from a guy like Matt Rule. So I can't wait to see how quickly he's able to instill that. And really, I've been rooting for this Nebraska you know, this program to turn around for a while. And I, I sure hope that uh, this hire, this move, is the one that gets it right. Because to me, college football is in a better place when Nebraska is in the conversation as one of the marquee programs in all of college football. And everybody's been waiting for a while. Uh, We'll see if if Matt Rule's that guy, they can get him back to that place.
0: Hey, you'll probably be moving up the list of uh, favorite analysts with that uh, (laughs) answer right there for Husker fans. You had mentioned earlier about the NFL and him going to the NFL. Why do you think it didn't work? Do you think he's just more of a college coach?
1: I do. I, I do. When he took that job at Carolina, I was—I—I I didn't know if it'd work, because again, he's—I mean, he's pretty like you know, demanding. He's pretty in your face. He's—he's he's not Nick Saban. I don't want to say that, but there's a reason Nick Saban didn't work in the NFL. The NFL is a different place. It's—it's a—it's a different mindset. These are grown men that are making tens of millions of dollars, and you know they're making more money than you are. It's just—it's a different mindset motivation is a completely different world. I I learned and saw that firsthand. You know, college, and even though we're implementing NIL and and players are making money now, these are still 18 Mm -hmm. to 22, 23-year-old kids. And they're very impressionable. And you can make an impact and you can help shape and mold them and when you get the right ones through the recruiting process, they'll really listen and be coachable. That's not always the case in the NFL, and especially if you don't win early in the NFL. Like, that's the thing that I always worried about, or or any coach that's great in college and they go to the NFL, and, you know, they have more of a no-nonsense, kind of a hardcore mentality. They're gonna be very demanding, and they're they're gonna expect accountability, and they may be in your face, and if, in the NFL, if it doesn't work quickly, well, that, that locker room can turn on you fast, right? and then it just turns into white noise. Whereas college programs, that, that's not the case. Again, you're just dealing with a completely different type of person. So I've always thought that Matt Rule a, is, a, is a phenomenal college coach. I didn't, I'm not necessarily here to say I think it's not going to work in the NFL. I just think that his personality, how he conducts himself, what he wants to do, and the impact he wants to have on a team and on players – It's much more suited for the college game.
0: Well, Husker fans probably remember your name. They might not recognize you if they're watching you because you don't have the long blonde hair and the black face paint. What, 100 100 pounds heavier back then?
1: Uh, It was uh, not quite 100, but it was a substantial amount, probably 60 pounds ago. I was roaming the field there in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, you know, and I actually, it's funny, I just had on my afternoon show on Sirius XM Mad Dog Radio, I had Zach Taylor on a couple of weeks ago, and the last time I played there in Lincoln, Zach Taylor was a quarterback, and, and we sacked him nine times in that game. And so we were having some fun with that. But we played an unbelievably close game, one of the best games I ever played in college, and we won the game. And I'll never forget this, and this is why I've always appreciated and will always appreciate Nebraska football. We're, we're leaving the field, and we're going in through, like, our tunnel And I hear like all these cheers and like there's fans up and they're like cheering. I look up thinking it's Oklahoma fans. It was Nebraska fans. And there were Nebraska fans like great job, great win, best of luck the rest of the season, 94, you're a great player. Like I was blown away. I have exited many stadiums, Jess, after winning a game. And it's typically the exact opposite. It's typically (laughs) the old number one, how awful you are, how terrible your program is. You can die, whatever it may be. And it could not have been a more different experience when I was there in Lincoln. I feel like the fan base, they're passionate about their Husker football, but they're also appreciative of good quality competition. And the fact that they had respect for us and for me, uh, you know, it really – opened my eyes up and it's given me an even more profound appreciation for exactly who they are and what that fan base and program is all about. So uh, here's to hoping that Matt Rule can unlock this program and get them back to some glory days there uh, with that football program.
0: This is my last question for you because I wanted to bring that up because you were a defensive lineman going up against some offensive line back in the day. That's what Nebraska was known for, right? And a lot of former players around here have have really voiced that that's got to be an emphasis for Coach Rule and his coaching staff, the development of the trenches, the offensive and defensive line. How daunting were some of those lines that you matched up with uh, here in Nebraska?
1: Especially in 2001, they were incredible. Um, You know, they had – I mean, they were still run the triple option uh, in 2001. And they had some big physical dudes. I mean, that's – and that's what we knew whenever we played Nebraska. Uh, like, you know, get your mind right. It's about to be <laughs> a fist fight. And I think that that's Big Ten football. Like, going around, traveling the country, calling games for ESPN. Like, you've got to be able to play that style of ball. Now, you can still have some spread, uh, you know, pieces of your of your football team. And you can still have – you know, a quarterback that can throw the football around. But up front, at the point of attack, you've got to be physical, especially in the Big Ten West. And, hey, the Big Ten West just got better this weekend. Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin, are you kidding me? He's an old nose tackle. I mean, if you think that's not the foundation of who he is, which is what Wisconsin's been forever, and I would say they've been – them. and I was the same way. I mean, they are tough. They're physical in the trenches. That's how a lot of teams in the Big Ten are built. That's exactly when when Nebraska was at its peak, when it was at its best. You know, you really looked to the line of scrimmage and said, man, these guys are physical. They're tough. And you know, you're going to have your hands full whenever you play against them. And I, I would echo the former players or whoever's saying it. Nebraska has, has tailed off in that regard. Uh, I mean, I think up front, especially in the offensive line, they have not been as physically dominant as in, as in years whenever they've had success. And. To me, that'll be one of the first orders of business for Matt Rule, both sides of the ball, to get better, to get more physical, to get more athletic, and be able to start winning the line of scrimmage in a league that it's a line of scrimmage league.
0: All right, Dusty Dvorak, appreciate so much. You spend some time with us. I know you're crazy busy, but um, really appreciate your perspective. Great stuff, as always. And, hey, he'll be on the call championship weekend this weekend. You've got Tulane and UCF, right?
1: UCF Tulane in New Orleans, Willie Fritz from two wins a season ago to ten wins and a chance to win a conference crown. It's going to be a lot of fun, I believe, at 3 o'clock Central Time on ABC. So as you're buzzing around on Championship Saturday, give us a watch over there on
2: ABC.
0: Thanks for the time, Jess. Thanks, Dusty. Appreciate it.
2: Delighted to be joined now by Fox Sports College Football lead analyst Joel Klatt. Uh, Joel, just your reaction to Nebraska's announcement and hiring today of Matt Rule.
3: Yeah, I mean listen, Matt, Matt's a really good football coach and I know he was uh, probably uh, the the top candidate for a lot of schools that had openings and they were contacting him throughout this process. So this is I I think a, a a really good day for Nebraska football. It's it's probably not lost on many Husker fans that I was saying the same thing years ago about Scott. So, you know, Matt's got to come in and and do it and he's got a long road um, uh, to go because, you know, Nebraska has got to fix a lot of things on that program. Having said that, a guy like him with the energy that he can bring and, and obviously his pedigree in college, in this day and age, you, you can turn a roster quicker than ever before. And so, you know, we, we may see a, a situation where Matt's able to try to turn this around, you know, maybe quicker than than I think maybe some Nebraska fans even realize.
2: Joel, he hasn't been away from the college game that long, but a lot has changed in college football since he left. NIL is now a huge part of it, so is the transfer portal. Any problems in your eyes for him to adapt to those changes?
3: Um, No, I think that he's going to be ready for that because he's always prepared. Remember, this guy walked into... Maybe one of the biggest dumpster fires in in the history of college football yeah. uh, when he walked in at at Baylor. So he's going to be ready, and that was a unique circumstance, and and this is a much better circumstance than that. I do know that Nebraska is on on good footing. Their their financial situation within the athletic department is very strong. Um, the new facility is about to open up. They're going to be in a good position, and and I think that what we fail to realize is that NIL isn't isn't just about, you know, shooting money all over the place at players in the hopes that they'll come, it's starting to be very clear that if you don't have the right culture in place, it doesn't matter how much money you spend on players, it might clearly now played out at Texas A&M and even Miami to a certain extent. Um, Whereas you get the right players in, in the right positions and set the right culture, then it can work, like USC. So, so, navigating these waters is, is I think, interesting, and, and in particular when you're talking about a coach that has to do it within the culture that he wants to build, and I think navigated in that way.
2: Any red flag that it didn't work for him at the NFL level? I mean, we do have a pretty good track record of guys who come back to college and hit home runs once they get back in college.
3: Yeah, I don't think that I, that I don't have a red flag. Because remember, in, in, in the NFL, it's all just about one position. Like, if you don't have a quarterback, then it doesn't really matter. And you can't build and develop a roster. Through it. You've got a draft position. It's, it's just much harder to build. And, and you've got to kind of get lucky. Is Pete Carroll Pete Carroll if they don't luck into drafting Russell Wilson? You know, who knows? Um, so I don't have any any problems look at Nick Saban you know look at Pete Carroll there's been a a lot of guys that have come down and had a lot of success and and Matt
2: can certainly be that type of guy Jim Harbaugh guy you just saw over the weekend at at, at Michigan
3: although Uh, although he he succeeded right I mean like he succeeded everywhere he he went he was in a Super Bowl he was you know a couple snaps away from winning a Super Bowl and those other guys did not succeed and came back and still succeeded in college
2: Joel, when when Nebraska left the Big 12 to go to the Big 10, they they almost cut the ties to recruiting in Texas. Do you see with Matt coming on board now that they maybe try to get back in there to that really fruitful state?
3: Well, there's not a doubt in my my mind. I think in order to be competitive in what is going to eventually be the new Big 10 with SC and and UCLA, I think you're going to have to recruit nationally. I don't think that there's any school maybe outside of USC that could just say, hey, our local recruiting base is going to fill us to a point where we can go win the Big Ten. And so Nebraska has to expand. They've got to be a national recruiting force, both in Southern California. They need to go into Texas and into the south and they need to do that. And certainly his ties to Texas are going to help with all the success that he had at Baylor.
2: Last thing for you, Joel, coaches like to feel comfortable with who they're working for. In this case, it's Trev mm-hmm. Alberts, being a former college football player and even an analyst at, at one point in time. Do you think that helped Nebraska sell rule on on this this job?
3: I'm sure that it did. You know, I think that that's uh, a main consideration for a lot of these guys, be uh, head coaches throughout the country. So, when I, when I look at, at Trev, I see a guy that is unique in his path to that position certainly uh, didn't come up through the administration world as most have but in, in some regards for a football coach that's actually um, more palatable and and the reason being is is that you're not jaded with he's a lot of different masters and and trev is a type of guy that i think really cares about the success of this program and will do the things necessary to give Matt the resources and the backing to go out and succeed. And uh, I think that that's pretty clear. So from Matt's perspective, I'm sure that it had um, a, a huge uh, deal to do with his decision to, uh, to come out there and actually go back to, to college and, and take this job.
2: Joel, thank you. We appreciate your insight and your look at uh, Matt Rural taking this job here today. We appreciate it.
1: You bet. I hope you
2: guys have a good day.